You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Now, as part of our usual Monday segment, we have the personal finances segment. And in today's uh, segment, we are looking at the rising cost of education and its impact on your financial well-being. Um, I, for one, went through a very expensive tuition experience at a university called the University of the Witwatersrand, not too far from the MoneyWeb Studios. My producer went through something similar. Uh, we're all still reeling and trying to recover from that. Um, but we are joined on the line by Quinton Ramuslabi, who is a quality insurer at the National Debt Advisors. And Quinton believes that we shouldn't have gotten into this debt in the first place. Good evening, Quinton. Thank you so much for the time. Um, let's talk student debt. I mean, we, we know that it's, it's not a small feat and it definitely is something that uh, sits with you for longer than six months after you've graduated. Mm-hmm, that is correct. Good evening. Uh, yes, uh, having debts, applying for debts, loans, debts, in the benefit of continuing with your studies is something that needs to be taken into consideration. And it, you need to make quite, you know, uh, decisions to be sure if maybe you will be able to repay or to afford to pay the amount that you have taken through the credit providers in order for you to continue your studies. So it is, you know, the situation is quite difficult because now when we look at the student loans, they come with a higher interest rate, which basically means that the total of the amount that you will have to pay back will be significantly more than the amount you have borrowed. So it's vice versa. So, so should we be borrowing in the first place? Maybe that's that's the question. Is are there um, are there que- are there methods that we can go through um, to one further your studies and that sort of thing, but without the heavy burden that comes with these loans? Well, well, it will also depend on the individual's budget. First of all, you will have to look if maybe are you willing and able to afford to finance your studies as an individual. So secondly, then uh, you will have to see, to check if maybe you can find the institutions or universities that are more reasonable or suitable for your budget as an individual. So it is recommended that each and every individual person to look perhaps maybe for the financial assistance. Uh, there's quite a broad numbers of people. Uh, you know, institutions that help, you know, learners in terms of finding their studies, like for instance, bursaries, we can name perhaps like for instance, there's NSFRS, which basically is the highest um, uh, financial, you know, assistance in regards to the studies, um, uh, in, 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 like as an individual for those who want to continue or to get at their studies. So they can look at, you know, such things, but just make sure when you want to apply for loan, when you're thinking that you want to finance your studies, you're not looking for any financial assistance, just make sure that you apply for a loan or, you know, the home study, um, you could say the student loan that you can afford because basically if you're not being able to repay back that debt, it will come to you and you won't be able to afford your living expenses or maybe in the future you will be buying it because that it might also affect your credit report. Mm. So you have to look at it to both sides. How is your finances as an individual? Mm. Now, what happens if we if I don't have options, if I don't get approved for certain things? Um, so for example, I go and apply for NASFAS and uh, I'm part of what is known as NASFIS's middle, missing middle, where you're, you you don't qualify for NASFIS, uh, but you also can't afford to self-fund your studies, um, and you're, you're now forced to go the route of having your parents help you out and that sort of thing. Um, how, how serious of a problem can that become? And, I mean, what are the implications, of course, of having somebody else um, finance or assist you in financing your studies? Yes, 
Well, it can be quite difficult if you are not being able to qualify, like for instance for the MESFAS and also for the loans through the credit providers. Of course, you will have to look at uh, to have an alternative. I understand that it's not that easy for each and every individual to find you know, finances in order to fulfill whatever their studies, maybe they want to repay their studies. So I would maybe suggest to advise if maybe you just speak to your family members or perhaps speak to the uh, magistrate or speak to, you would say, maybe the ward councillor because in most cases, some of the uh, people you know, in, in our areas, they tend to um, not to have or, you know, good finances in order for them to finance themselves or maybe perhaps they don't qualify, like you said, for the investments and to the loans also. So it could work on their favour if maybe they speak to the ward councillor, maybe they might be something else or maybe perhaps um, look for the donation. There's many ways for us to basically look for financial assistance. It's not only about applying for loans or maybe looking the NS, but you can also, as an individual, to try to put something into the social platforms, informing their society, maybe the people that you're looking for assistance to fulfill your dreams, which is to study, so that it could also work in your favor if maybe your family can't assist you in terms of financing your studies. Mm. Now, what do we do, Quentin, if we've gone through all of this, right, and you happen to be in the debt trap at the moment? How do you get out? What do you, what can you do to improve the debt situation, to pay off the debt quicker? What what methods are there available to ensure that the debt doesn't become a long-standing burden that you're paying off until you're 65? Well, first of all, if you are you. You know, you don't have that, um, you could say, the knowledge of financial literature. It is advisable for an individual to go look for someone else who can assist you and give you advice in terms of how you can manage their finances. Of course, which I normally refer to uh, most of the South African consumers or people that I come across that are over-indebted or those who still can cope but not being able to fulfill all of their monthly expenses. I normally refer them to the company, which is National Debt Advisors, because um, if then you see yourself that you're coming or you're approaching the situation of you not being able to manage your finances, you just can't or you're seeing that there are negative signs that maybe it might come across your way that you would struggle in future in terms of paying back your debt, then speak to National Debt Advisors because they will assist you by, of course, they will draw the budget sit down with you as an individual, draw the budget with you and try to look at your debt and of course installment with all of the balances and what they normally do, they go to the credit providers, they consolidate all of your accounts into one account so that it can be easy for an individual to at least focus on one installment that will cover everything. So they speak to the credit providers of course to propose an affordable payment plan for a consumer or an individual who's seeking for assistance outside there. And on top of that, they do negotiate with them to reduce their interest rates, which could basically work on the consumer side as, 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 as again, because and then reducing the interest rate, that basically means that the term will also maybe be lower and the consumer won't be 
paying for a longer period of time. So those are the ways that we have to look at it by making sure that you're paying an affordable amount that you can still have extra money to survive for the month. So I'll recommend them to approach one of the debt counselors that is well-known, that has been performing very well in assisting consumers to be debt-free, which is National Debt Advisors. Mm. And how important is it to maintain um, your your credit score? I mean, you touched on the credit score element of it earlier, but I mean, if you're looking at a student loan, that's going to be with you for a considerable period of time. So making uh, regular payments and on-time payments is, is uh, critical there. But how important is it to maintain uh, a good credit score so that these sorts of things like your debts and your um, uh, interest bearing or the interest that you pay on those debts uh, is is managed properly or you're given given preferential rates rather well it's all you know we have different situations in, like as an individual like i've mentioned like for instance if you do have debts and uh, you've been disputing or you've been skipping some monthly payments due to the fact that you're unable to to pay so of course it will basically affect your credit profile because you're not um, paying according to the argument with your credit providers. So it is very important as an individual to keep on paying their debts monthly basis as agreed because that it could potentially, you know, carry the value or maybe assist or your credit score will stay healthy because otherwise if your credit score is not healthy, then basically that means that you won't be able to qualify for many things. Like for instance, some of the jobs now, they do credit check in order for you to get you know, a job. Like for instance, if you want to work in the financial sector. So it is important for you to have a good credit uh, you know, record. For, you know, if you can't work or be a financial advisor, but you know, you are unable to manage your finances as an individual, so it is very important for yourself to make sure that your credit score it is as healthy as much as, including also when you want to apply maybe for a bond in the longer period of time or maybe a vehicle. So those are the things that the credit providers tend to check to make sure that are you can you pay back the accounts or the money that you took for the longer period of time because they don't want to give anybody who won't be able to repay back their debt. So I think that it should make sense because they want credit score as important as a reference because they use that as a reference to see if maybe you will be able to afford to pay your debt. So it's important for the credit score to stay healthy. Mm. Well, I mean, we, we know that, of course, for, for some individuals, particularly students uh, that are studying, it is very difficult to have uh, somewhat of a healthy credit score. Um, but obviously, uh, as you rightly mentioned earlier, that in, in incurring the debts that we do incur as students, uh, if we can incur them in a responsible manner, maybe seek counsel and advice before we incur uh, significant debts that could potentially have uh, a longer term positive impact on reducing the um, burden that that carries and improving how that then translates into the financial well-being of the citizens of South Africa or the graduates of South Africa at a later date. Um, but that's all we have time for, Quinton. Thank you so much for your time. That was Quinton Ramuslabi, who is the quality insurer at the National Debt Advisors, just giving us a sense of um, the impact that the rising cost of education could potentially have on your financial well-being and the impacts associated with incurring debts to fund your uh, tertiary and additional studies. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app 
and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.